You're listening to the Happy as a Mother podcast. Welcome to day five of the Letting Go of Shame and Guilt series. If you've listened all the way through, you have made it. We're at day five, and I am impressed with your dedication and determination to letting go of the shame and guilt. Mamas, we have covered a lot in the last couple of days. The difference between shame and guilt, knowing your shame triggers, how to calm the shame storm, recognizing the hijacking of shame in your body, and today we are wrapping up with dealing with shameful thoughts. So much of this shame game is in our minds. And like we had mentioned in one of the earlier episodes, at the really core fundamental heart of shame is this belief that we are flawed or that we are unworthy. So today we are going to unpack some thoughts to combat these shame beliefs. Today's episode also has a download worksheet. And if you have no idea about the downloads or the other resources, go to happyasamother.co slash five days to access the email sequence and downloads that pair with these podcast episodes. All right, we're in the home stretch. Buckle up. We're going to dive on in. Welcome to the Happy as a Mother podcast, where we are dedicated to helping you cope with the load of motherhood. I'm your host and registered psychotherapist, Erica Jossa. Let's work together in letting go of shame and guilt, accepting where we are in our journey, and moving towards becoming the women we want to be. We will hear from experts, learn practical tips, and listen in on honest conversations. Please note that the information shared in this podcast is for educational purposes only and should not replace the advice of your healthcare provider. Okay, let's dive in. Hey there, hi there, ho there. Okay, guys, I'm running out of ways to join into a podcast episode, and clearly I've been watching too many of my kids' cartoons and Mickey and the Roadster Racer. (sighs) Send help, all right? This quarantine is hardcore. Anyways, welcome back, guys. So happy to have you with me on day five of our Mommy Guilt and Shame series. And I really do have to commend your dedication to this process because I know the courage and the bravery it takes to turn inward and commit to our own healing journey. It is not easy. It is hard and it takes a tremendous amount of dedication and effort. So I commend you for being here on day five. Okay, so you at this point are no stranger to the fact that our guilt and shame is rooted in some core beliefs, a few nasty core beliefs that in particular, when wrapped together, make a really strong and compelling argument for themselves, if that makes sense. When woven together, they are strong and they are deeply rooted and we have to learn to uproot and unpack them. When we are caught up in a shame storm, or when our body is hijacked by our shame response, our physiological response to shame, 
our brain has a really hard time accessing those compassionate and coping thoughts that we need to talk ourselves through it. So the antidote to that is to have a pre-thought out and pre-written out list of coping thoughts that we can read and draw on in the moment when our brain doesn't have access to those reasoning centers or to those new beliefs that we're trying to shape and form. Think of this as your cheat sheet. It is the sheet or the list that you're going to keep in your phone, in your back pocket for when shame rears its head and you are too tired or weary to give shame a good fight that day. This is your cheat sheet. You fall back on it to walk yourself through those coping and compassionate thoughts. As I'm recording this episode, I'm actually flipping the script in my own mind because there are two really important pieces that I think have to be included in this thought portion of the shame series. And one is that we really need to challenge the belief that we are flawed and unworthy. And how in cognitive behavioral therapy, air quotes, all, you know, the stuffy wording, is that we challenge a core belief by listing 10 evidences that that belief is actually not true. And so this is one of the first and most important steps. I'm going to, off the cuff here, make another handout to attach to the email. It will be there for you. And you're going to work through writing down at the beginning that core belief that I am flawed or I am unworthy. And you're going to go through and look for 10 evidences in your life that have shown you that that's actually not the case. Maybe your belief is that you are not a good mom or you're not a good enough mother, right? So at the core of our shame trigger for motherhood is that I am a flawed mom. I'm not a good enough mom. And I'm going to look for 10 evidences, 10 facts that that just is really simply factually not true. It's not true. I can tell you it's not true because just this morning, I held my boys so gently and gave them the sweetest hug and asked him how his sleep was. I got them dressed with care this morning before they went to daycare. I put thought and time and effort into meal planning for them and taking their likes and dislikes into consideration. I am focused on their needs and their social and emotional needs as well as physical needs. I often put them before my own needs, which is something as moms we're all working on, but everything I do in life revolves around being a good mom and being the best I can be for those boys. And as a side note, just to add to that, me being the best mom I can be for my boys means me diving into and working on myself means me healing my own traumas or patterns. It means me investing in me and working on me so that I can be the best mom for them. So sometimes being the best mom for our children doesn't mean just laying down and giving everything to our children. It means focusing on ourselves, prioritizing, taking care of ourselves and making sure that we are healthy and can offer up the best 
pieces and parts of ourselves to them. And that is us being a good mom. That is us prioritizing our kids. So write down all of the things, whether it's today or this week, that counteract that belief that you're not a good mom. And when you have time, you can do this for any of those other shame triggers of not feeling worthy enough because of your body image or other shame triggers that come up. And you're going to challenge this core belief. At the end, the belief, the more well-rounded belief is that I am human and sometimes I have bad days but I am the best mom that I can be to those boys. Do you see the difference? It's not, I am flawed, I'm a bad mom, I suck as a human being. It's like, I'm human. I will have hard days, but I am the best mom for these boys. All right. So now that I've off the cuff added that exercise... (laughs) I'm going to go and make up a worksheet. And then the second piece to this that is so important is having that list of coping thoughts so that off the cuff, you can walk yourself through some really self-compassionate statements. So if you pull out the worksheet called 10 Lies That Shame Tells Me, we're going to walk through quickly listing out those 10 shame triggers related to one specific topic. So for example, we're going to pick our shame triggers related to motherhood. And things that I commonly know that trigger shame in my own experience related to motherhood is saying or doing things that are like my own parents. And I'm going to write the coping thought, the self-compassionate thought beside that, that says you are actively trying to heal and learn to do things differently than your parents. And then another lie or trigger that shame about motherhood tells me is that I'm a bad mom for not enjoying every moment of motherhood. And then I'm going to write beside it that I am human. I'm not not alone in that feeling. No one loves to subscribe themselves to endless amounts of sleep deprivation. So you're going to work your way all the way down the 10 lies that shame tells you. Those are going to be related back to your ideals from the beginning of the series. So you think that a good mom keeps a clean house, doesn't raise her voice, always puts others' needs first, these types of things. So if you do those things, shame is going to tell you that you're not a good mom if your house is messy. You're not a good mom if you take a break and do something self-care for yourself. You're not a good mom if you want to return to work. You're not a good mom if you X, Y, Z, right? So those are the lies. You fill that column one through 10 with the lies that shame tells you specifically about motherhood. And then you're gonna go down the column of 10 coping thoughts to combat shame. And for each lie, you're going to write out the compassionate statement That is just simply debunking that lie that shame is trying to plant and root. When you've completed that exercise, you officially have your cheat sheet. Anytime you find shame telling you that lie, 
anytime it's sprinkling those seeds down that you are trying to avoid watering, that you don't want to take root, you pull out your cheat sheet and you remind yourself, actually, you're not a bad mom because your house is messy. You are choosing to spend time with your child instead of frantically cleaning the house or whatever the case may be. It is your cheat sheet to try and debunk and starve out those shame seeds. And mamas, I know that these are challenging skills to learn. And we can't expect to master them overnight. They require conscious practice and effort. But the more you exercise that muscle, the more you use it, the more natural they will become. You absolutely can learn to do things differently. You can unlearn behaviors and patterns adopted from your parents. You can learn to unload the baggage that you don't want to carry anymore. You can break the cycles and you can heal. I invite you to join a collective of women who are in the same boat as you that want to unload that want to heal, that want to break the cycles. These things do not come overnight. And join us in walking together, supporting one another in healing on our journey. The doors of the Mother Up Mentorship Program are currently open. There is special founding member pricing for the first 100 members to join, and they will be locked in for a lifetime at that special founding member's price. Enrollment closes May 21st, and it will not reopen until late fall, end of the year. Don't miss out on this chance, this chance to join like-minded moms on a journey, and I will be in the program doing live Q&As. The program offers a monthly lesson from me, similar to these lessons, but the mentorship program offers the accountability on the journey to help walk it through. It offers live Q&As to answer your questions and group coaching calls. Those live Q&As are group coaching calls to meet other moms on the journey as well. It's going to have handouts and all the supports that I can think of that you guys need to be successful on your healing journey. To learn more, head to happyasamother.co slash mother up. That's happyasamother.co slash mother up. And I have a little secret. Day five is actually the second last day. Tomorrow, I am releasing a special bonus episode that pairs with the five-day series. So make sure to come on back and tune in tomorrow for our bonus day six of the Mom Guilt and Shame series. I can't even begin to tell you how happy and honored I am that you choose to spend your time here with me each week. If you're looking for the resources and things that we're discussing today's show, you can find them in the show notes, which is linked in the episode description, or you can head directly to happyasamother.co slash podcast and find all of the show notes there. 
If you're looking for support and connection with other moms, you can head over to facebook.com slash groups slash happy as a mother and join our Facebook community. This community is filled with women just like you and I who want to support and uplift one another through our postpartum journey. And until next episode, mama, I want you to know, keep showing up. You're doing a great job.